When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the WFNY Browns cast. This is a special em- emergency Browns cast. Uh, so special that I, Gerbs, uh, am here alongside your usual Browns cast hosts, uh, Josh Baloha and Joe. We're going to call him the original Joe uh, Gilbert. Uh, how are you guys doing tonight? I'm Fantastic. Good. Yeah. yeah, pretty good. Yeah. It's finally good, over. Good. <laughs> yes, we're okay. This is the when I came to WFNY, Gilbert was here already, and uh, because we are both Joe G's, uh, we uh, just determined that I'm just going to be Gerbs, which is fine because yep. that's how I've I've grown up most of my life. So yep. I kicked them out of Joe and, Party, right? So I, I'm good with I'm good with Gerbs, and I kept it, and we're going to run with it. So uh, before we get into the reason for the pod tonight, we want to make sure. Uh, I'm sure you can already guess if you're listening, following along with us on uh, on live, on Facebook, on YouTube, you're listening to us on Spotify tomorrow, whatever. Um, I'm sure you know the reason for why we're on here tonight, but uh, be remiss if I didn't tell you guys about BreakingTea.com. You go to BreakingTea.com backslash WFNY. You can find uh, that's your Cleveland collection of all of the uh, great shirts that Breaking Tea has. Uh, the, the Guardian stuff is on the very top. Uh, the most recent ones, uh, Night Night Andres Jimenez. Uh, you're one of the best hitters after me, the J Ram shirt. But they do have some uh, pretty cool brown stuff. They have uh, that's Amare um, for Amare Cooper. Uh, they still have some uh, some mile stuff uh, on there. The Sack Reaper, the Warden is on duty since Denzel is going to be here for a long time. Uh, go ahead and grab one of those. You uh, can look past uh, the Baker Baker touchdown maker and the. Uh, the Baker Sugar Skull, because we are here on the podcast to uh, discuss uh, the news today that uh, Baker Reagan Mayfield is uh, no longer going to be on the Cleveland Browns uh, roster. He was traded today to the Carolina Panthers for a conditional fifth round pick uh, that can become a fourth round pick for Cleveland if uh, I believe that uh, I saw from uh, Tom Withers over at AP on Twitter, if Baker plays 70% of the snaps for Carolina, uh, that pick comes from a fifth to a fourth round pick for Cleveland. Uh, plus Baker can actually earn back some salary uh, through incentives. Um, we uh, he's, he's able to re- get back some salary because to get the deal done, uh, Baker actually had to rescind some money. It's been reported. Uh, so the financials real quick before I throw to you guys. Cleveland is going to pay uh, $10.5 million of the Baker contract. Carolina is going to pick up the tab for $5 million, And then Baker is going to, uh, as I said, uh, rescind uh, $3.5 million of his salary cap number. Um, Charles Robinson uh, was reporting that this was the the Baker rescinding the money was what made the draft pick escalate from what was talked about during the draft. So um, 
how are you guys feeling about this trade? What does uh, what are your initial feelings about Baker being a Panther? About uh, what this means with the Browns roster as it goes forward? Uh, Josh, why don't you start us off? Since you are usually the host, I'm, I'm taking your seat, taking your spot. I'm on your corner right now. I like I like sitting in the back seat though. It is not nice. I. I am you. I, 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 drive, I drive the I drive the corner cast and I had Mitch host one day and it was great. I got to just like come in at the end. It was great. So I, I totally get what you're feeling right now. And I can tell that you host the corner cast because you had to bring up the Guardians within like a minute of doing the Browns cast, by the way, with the breaking tea stuff. The breaking tea, I dig it's, it it's just on the top. It's just on the top of the thing. And by the way, so I, make sure. I wasn't paying that full attention. Did you say we're part of the Evergreen Podcast Network? I did not Don't see work. the Evergreen Podcast All Network. All right. Before you get in trouble by Craig Lindell, we are part of the Evergreen <laughs> Podcast Network. Craig does still Craig does still stock the Discord, so I have to make sure I, I cover some of those things. So uh but my feelings. Uh first, I feel relieved. I mean, it wasn't a people said might Baker start for the Browns this season if Deshaun Watson suspended. That was never gonna happen. People said the Browns might cut Baker. That was never gonna happen either. It was inevitable that he was gonna be traded. It wasn't a matter of if, it was a matter of when. I'm just glad that it happened in early like as early as i guess it wasn't really that early it's july july 6th but i'm just glad it's over with i'm gonna i'm gonna miss baker he brought a lot of happiness to cleveland i'll never forget that thursday night game like when we broke open the bud light fridges or him beating the steelers in pittsburgh to get that playoff win but it was time that i'm it was time and i'm glad the baker experience is over yeah gilbert what are you feeling yeah, I, I saw it on Twitter, and it, it kind of it kind of summed up my thoughts. I it, it just felt like the you know at the end of uh, Avengers Endgame, Thanos or Avengers Infinity War, Thanos kind of walks into the his own planet and kind of sits down and relaxes. That's how I feel. I'm just kind of it was just tiring with all the just the dumb kind of useless conversations we were having. Like, oh, maybe he can stay and play like that was never a realistic opportunity uh position to be arguing i think um and then just it, it just the, i just was getting tired of it and i think the browns probably were getting tired of it and they they wanted to make a uh make it make an end right before training camp so they can just focus on what uh what's on the team and uh so i'm sure. I'm, I'm definitely relieved yeah i agree with you i my initial uh thoughts uh as i have a text read with uh some friends that uh the the gift that came out was the frodo lord of the uh return of the king it's It's done it's (laughs) over it's it's finally uh finally finally done so um yeah and i i am as big a baker stan as anybody well i can't even say that because brown's twitter got overrun by baker bros (laughs) but um I was as rational a Baker's fan as I think there could possibly be, and even I was I was ready to be done with the uh, the situation as it was. Um, hearing just people back and forth on, you know, maybe they can reconcile it. Maybe this can still happen. Right. Yeah. Maybe maybe he'll be the starter during uh, Watson's suspension, and we even discussed it on private side Discord. It is as late as today that, you know, I think in our hearts, we all kind of wish that it actually could happen. 
that there was an amicable split that, or an amicable enough agreement that he could be is because as Brown fans were looking down the barrel at Jacoby Brissett right now, uh, being the quarterback and as, uh, as tantalizing as, uh, uh, brisket Brissett is, uh, we don't necessarily, you know, a, a baker with something to prove, uh, is a better option in my eyes than, uh, Jacoby Brissett. Uh, but, uh, I'm, I'm happy to, I'm happy that it's done. I'm happy that he's in a spot that, uh, is going to probably more than likely allow him to get a starter's job, uh, because I do think that there is talent there. Um, but I just, uh, yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not real, I'm not real sure that there was a spot for him in Cleveland. Really happy that it's done. Just happy that we're able to move on. So, yeah. A few things before we move on. I can't believe that national reporters still were thinking that Baker Mayfield could start for the Browns even after Baker Mayfield interviewed last week at his uh, kids kids youth camp in Austin. I think it was Austin, somewhere in Texas, and he literally said that it's time to move on. And the national reporters were like, "Well, what if Baker Mayfield plays for the Browns again?" <laughs> I heard it yesterday. Like, <laughs> Seriously, I'm like, I know <clears throat> it's the NFL offseason and you need stuff to talk about, but right. Sometimes it just move on. Right. And by the way, I can't wait to see Baker play with a chip on his shoulder and like people doubt him because he's never played like that before. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. There's I'm a, laughing. I'm laughing. For those not watching live, th- that's a joke. There, there I is. Just, truthfully, truthfully, there is, I maybe five people, Tom Brady being one of them, that plays with a bigger chip on his shoulder <laughs> than Baker Mayfield, whether it be self-created or not. Uh, Baker is continually looks for uh, slights amongst the best of them. So yeah. <laughs> he's a top five quarterback in the NFL. If it's in terms of chips, chips on shoulders. Absolutely. And, and this Definitely. is not hanging on Baker. I just like the No, you got week one when it's, by the way, we'll discuss this week one Browns at Carolina. It will most likely be Jacoby Brissett versus Baker Mayfield. If I, I was, had to I take a count. shot every time I heard chip on shoulder, I might be drunk by the end of the first quarter. I wouldn't count your chickens too early on that. Yeah, Matt Corral's going to win the job. Wait, hold on. Are you talking Jacoby or are you talking Baker? No, uh, I'm talking Baker. Uh, yeah, Baker, Matt Corral's going to come in. Gonna, Matt Corral's going to do it. That's just going to get it. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's going to be tough getting it. He's got two weeks until training camp, and he's got, he's got a ways to go to catch up to – Darnold in terms of just learning and, the playbook. And Matt Rule's seat is hotter than the sun right now, so yeah. you better start Baker Mayfield over Sam Darnold. <laughs> well, he is Matt Rule, so he as, can make any. <laughs> as, I, as I wrote today, uh, you check out our WFNY pages, waitingfornextyear.com um, for my post today. The, the, the cost, though, that Carolina, you say that Matt Rule is on the hot seat. I definitely agree with you on that. Baker does represent the best, the most talented quarterback in that room in Carolina. Uh, but the cost that Carolina is giving up a fifth round, possibly a fourth round and only five mil to Baker. That's not a cost that Carolina has to look at and say, he has to be the starter that, right. you know, because you, we get into some of these situations where, well, we paid him, we have to start him. Carolina doesn't, doesn't necessarily have to do that. You can look at like Sam Darnold last year. They paid a second round pick for him and plus 
you know, they definitely needed to uh, to to start Sam over whatever else they had. And then two or three games in the year, you realize that Sam wasn't really actually going to be the guy that they needed to do. So, you know, it's, it's, I don't think I, I'm with Joe in that I, you can't count him too quickly, but I do think that Baker does represent the best talent in that quarterback room and in the NFL talent more often than not wins out. True. Yes. And before we, I know this is a Browns podcast, but I need to rip on the Panthers a little bit because I mean, we thought the Browns had a bad time picking quarterbacks. I saw this tweet from Warren Sharp earlier. The Browns, or the Browns, the Panthers have invested a second, third, two fourths, a fifth, and a sixth in their quarterback round picks, by the way, in their quarterback room. And then this ended up with Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, and Matt Corral. So if we thought the Browns had trouble finding a franchise quarterback, the Panthers might be up there too. If it doesn't work out, they can always bring back Cam. Oh my <laughs> I God. I feel like that's always up to. The fallback there. Where's where's Cam's number? They're just hiding it from Matt Rule. They're just they're, Cam's changing it all like every week. Oh my! I yeah, Panther, I hope I hope Baker plays well. I I don't know how much we're talking Panthers wise here. I hope Baker plays well outside of Week One. I I, I really do. Sure. I hope I hope the best for him. Yes. He kind of got screwed. Over. He kind of screwed himself over in Cleveland, but he kind of got screwed over with the Browns too. It's both yeah, parties I don't, I involved. Don't, I don't I think we best. can. I don't. I don't think we can say that that Cleveland kind of screwed him over. I think that. I think yeah. those were some self sabotage steps that happened. He, yeah, yes. he made it. He made his own he, bed there. <laughs> he didn't do himself any favor. Yeah, like Gilbert said, he made his own bed. But yeah, I hope for the best. I just. I'm really. I can't wait for his first chip on the shoulder comment because that's just to be like, <laughs> oh my gosh, Baker, get a new, get a new sentence, please. I'm right. surprised he hasn't tweeted yet. Or he's in the Bahamas. On, it's his third he, an, wedding anniversary, so he's probably enjoying life in Bahamas right now. Or is he on sense. a Twitter uh, Twitter hiatus? Twitter hiatus. He's he's gone dark. <laughs> Go, zero dark baker. <laughs> zero dark. Zero dark baker. Or hey, maybe he's liked some tweets. Maybe we should go on his likes. I'm sure he's liked some <laughs> yeah, interesting tweets. Some he's liking some bangers out there. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> so let's move forward. Uh, because this is, as you say, uh, agreed, uh, a Browns podcast. Uh, what does this trade mean for Cleveland? Obviously, we we haven't been able to really talk a lot of Browns. And, and I know we're going to talk more as, as training camp gets close. Um, you guys will do more of this podcast. I might jump on with you more often. Um, I know we're going to start, you know, we'll get the, the writing part ramped up a little bit more. We've there be made it mostly because the Deshaun Watson of it all is, is it's a, it's a lead balloon that's covering a lot of what we're able to talk about. So we have that hanging over us. Once the suspension is finalized, obviously we'll get a little bit more clarity on who, what, what it means for the Browns going into the season. But what does this trade uh, brighten up? What does this uh, remove for Cleveland? What does it add for Cleveland? Does it is it a, an addition by subtraction? Um, what what does this mean for Cleveland as they as they can move on from the uh, Bacon Reagan, Baker Reagan Mayfield uh, era? I'm going to use his three his three names. You, you sign you sign your letter with your three names. I'm going to use your three names. I don't <laughs> care if that's bitterness. And pettiness on my end. That's you made that bet, yeah. sir. BRM. That's where we're at. 
<laughs> BRM. Baker Reagan. Uh, Baker Gilbert, Reagan. you go first on this one. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's just the first step of getting more clarity. It's it, This offseason has just been like, you just don't know what to expect. Um, it's been... Every offseason since 1999. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and like at the most important position in all sports, probably. And you just don't know what who's going to line up week one or week 15. So um, this is the first step, step of kind of getting a little bit more clarity. But um, the real clarity will come down in a couple of weeks, hopefully. Um, and we'll, we can finally finally see what we have going for uh for this season but yeah this is it was just nice kind of putting it putting this behind us um i kind of was impressed of how much they actually got <laughs> they were literally negotiating with one team they they kind well, of because seattle wasn't interested at all right, right? <laughs> no. seattle was totally they're drew Locke and geno smith right they're totally in on that that's their <laughs> that's the quarterback room that's the drew Drew Lock. I don't know Drew Locke's middle name. If the U.S. Open Twitter account can rag on you so good that it goes like viral, that's when you know your quarterback room is bad. Yeah, it sucks. For, it sucked for C.J. Stroud or whatever. I don't even know what the what the suck for Stroud. Is. Sure, we can go with that. Sure, uh, that can yeah. go in so many different directions. But we'll just we'll just get your head out of the gutter, one. Josh. Get your head out of the gutter. <laughs> Hey, um, it was it was sucked for luck. So I mean, that's, that's true. It was wow. That one's even worse. <laughs> it's not yeah. Uh, you know, whatever. Uh, Josh, I'll ask you this, um, and Gilbert, you can go in on this. The Browns are saving eight point five million with this trade. That's the five mil that Carolina is doing, and the three point five that Baker is having. So, um, what can they? Add we we've talked about you know that they've had uh, the the additions that they could add to the roster. This is a move that they wanted to make to save salary. What are some moves that they could make to help bolster the roster now with this extra savings? It, Eight point five is a pretty decent number for a player. Um, who do you think is out there that they could possibly look at? I know it's late in the game, free agency wise, but you know there's always guys that are still out there. Clowney, I mean, Clowney signed right around the same time that he did the year before. So it, there's still value out there, value guys that are out there that are just waiting for a spot. So what uh, what position do you think – I'll give you position because uh, I'm just throwing wing at you, uh, players. What position do you think they need to address more than anything with this cap space? Josh, go ahead. Oh, shoot, you're going with me first. And by the way, no – I, I didn't answer the last question. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. But, no, my answer to the last question is that it was inevitable that he was going to be traded, so I'm just glad they got cap savings and draft capital for him. I know people are hanging on, like, wow, you only got a fifth-round pick, possibly a fourth-rounder for a number one overall pick a few years ago. The Browns were in the no-win situation. Everyone knew that they had to trade them. So the fact that they got a fifth-rounder, most likely a fourth-rounder, if Baker starts and stays healthy i'm perfectly fine with that and they right. save some cap space even though they're still eating like 10 million dollars it well, is what it is uh ryan Rosillo had a good point on i still listen to the bill simmons podcast i'm one of the one of them i'm uh, so sorry uh but he had a good point because he was talking about um how like the the jeremy grant trade and i know this is completely separate this is nba 
uh, but they were talking about how, or actually, I think it was Malcolm Brogdon, how little Boston gave up to get Malcolm Brogdon. Rusillo brought up that when these guys are on the market for as long as they are, the, these teams don't just wake up and say, F it, let's make a trade. You know, it, it's not like they just said, we're going to get Malcolm Brogdon today. We're going to go get Jeremy Grant today. Carolina woke up and said, you know, yesterday was yesterday. Today's a good day. We're going to, we're going to trade for Baker today. You know, these things get hammered out and hammered out and hammered out. And they're available for so long that the, the return isn't as big as you would think because they were available for as long as they were. So it's kind of hard to say, you know, to be excited about a, possible fourth round pick but when you don't have your first for the next couple years when you you know when you're as good as Andrew Barry is at at drafts and things you know a fourth round pick can be just as good as a free agency signing and now you got some cap space to maybe sign some guys to extensions too so uh since Josh skirted my uh we're back you want to get back on it now or no okay you want to go back number one need Number one need, um, number one position need that that, that they're going to use this money on. Wide receiver. Outside of okay. Amari Cooper, I know they that I know they have David Bell, but outside of Amari Cooper, no drops. So David many Bell question marks in the wide receiver room. And I mean Amari Cooper, he's a true number one. He's a good route runner, but you are counting the Browns are counting on Deshaun Watson to make that wide receiver room better. If Jacoby Brissett is the guy for like half the season, and you the only guy that you can truly count on, Gilbert Smirk, and I can only imagine his response to this. The only guy that you can count on right now is Amari Cooper. I that might be an issue. So I don't know who you could go. I'm trying to think of who's still out there. I'm the guy that played for Houston went to Sean Watson. Uh, oh, Will Fuller. Oh, Will Fuller. He's still out there, isn't he? So maybe a guy like that, like a guy that can just open up the field for the rest of his group, even if he's like more of a decoy than anything. I just, wide receiver scares me. It really does. That's a, that's that's a that's a good that's a good. I'm not gonna rip that. I I understand that one, especially with this season where you don't know who the actual quarterback will be. Um, if it was Deshaun Watson, I wouldn't necessarily have that as the top one but i can definitely understand it um i would go with uh like defensive tackle interior defensive line um it's super super young super inexperienced and uh not a lot of like production that you can bank on right now so getting maybe a veteran like uh, i think nadana kansu is still out there um just giving a like a presence in the in the locker room I think uh, uh, Richardson is out there too. Former Brown um, is still there too. Um, but yeah, he just someone just getting a veteran in there would be kind of helpful. But I really I, I don't think they're going to use this money. I think they're going to kind of bank it and kind of wait for keep it keep it for next year. Roll over. Um, I, I I just don't at, at this point. I, I I have a hard time seeing that they actually add something. So, in other words, Gilbert thinks that they are waiting for next year to use the money. That's good branding. (laughs) That is true. Uh, Yeah, I I tend to agree with you, um, Joe. I I do want to see a defensive tackle being added. Um, I'm not sure on Richardson. I was looking at a 
NFLTradeRumors.co uh, free agents that are still available. And I saw there are guys, there are guys on here that I know have signed, like Larry, Larry Ogunjobi signed with the Pittsburgh Steelers and is still available here on the list. So obviously this is not an up-to-date list. That list guys, seems reliable. <laughs> yeah. There are guys like T.Y. Hilton that I know haven't signed anywhere. Uh, this is saying Emmanuel Sanders is still available. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, possibly. I mean, these are we're 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 getting old, but yeah. these are guys that are right. you know that are available that are that could come in and be a feasible number two wide receiver. Um, but I definitely do think that in addition to the defensive line um, that can play, I I I I do think uh, is it Penfrey right? Uh, that's the D tackle that they drafted fourth from Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Oh oh oh. Yeah, that guy. I've been in I've been in Guardians mode for so long that my draft brain is slowly coming. <laughs> I'm cl- I'm happy I pulled that name out of it. Yeah, but guys, good. guys like Penfrey uh, are going to be helped by Clowney being there. Uh, yeah. So I, I think that I I don't think they are set, but um, I do think that there will be some some late ads. I could definitely see a. Um, you know, I, I I wouldn't be upset if it was a Ty Hilton, uh, you know, look at or something like that, or a a, a depth wide receiver ad that you know cost three mil, four mil, something like that that you can use half this have this money with, and like you said, roll it over to next year where there's some guys. So maybe it's Joe um, Hayden. <laughs> maybe Joe. It's, maybe it's <laughs> Joe Hayden. He's we can talk. Maybe maybe Craig can uh, get back down off his, uh, his, his Joe Hayden hate of uh, actually I don't think he hated Joe Hayden I, I think it's he, just that he hated one of them go he yeah. hated Sashi for cutting him so yeah what's crazy to me is that Joe Hayden can literally post like the colors orange and brown on his Instagram <laughs> and the Browns fans be like wow does this mean Joe Hayden's coming back well I mean any. Any any NFL player could do anything that's orange or brown, and brown Twitter is going to have <laughs> a God. thousand person space on it. Yeah, the emergency <laughs> space is Joe Hayden's coming back. Right. We've currently got two people watching on Facebook here in WFNY. That's where we're at today. So, uh, no, we all love you. We love every one of you. There's people in chat. I just realized. Uh, uh, Adam Cerny. Adam Cerny. Uh, just a kid from Medina. Gotcha. He's asking you, is Baker really worth a fifth round pick? Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Carolina-wise? Oh, hell. Are we allowed to swear? Uh, PG-13. Oh, heck yeah, he is. I I mean, I know it's a one-year rental, but you just see what you, Maybe that's the future franchise quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. You never know. Maybe you build a team around him and CMC and you get... 10 healthy games from CMC and 17 from Baker Mayfield a year. But yeah, I mean, if it, if, if roles were reversed now as a Panthers fan, I would be perfectly fine with this. Oh yeah. hundred percent. You're only paying five mil for Baker and you gave up a maybe fourth round pick for sure. hundred percent. I'm excited about it. If I'm Carolina. 
You're yeah, also I, you're staring down a Darnold season, so I think Sam Darnold and Matt Corral. And I Timmy think they, Baker. they saw that happen last year, and I don't think they want that again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the other a couple more questions I have. Um, we can we can switch it up and do it this way since we're talking about it. Will it work for Baker in Carolina? Do you no. think that there's a, a a possibility that this is going to work out in Carolina's favor? Is this a yes and or this no is, question or a this no is a why? this is a I will say I will say a yes and or a no but or whatever you want to answer it but um giving given the full breadth of what Carolina has Matt Rule is the quarterback or Matt Rule is the head coach uh you know they have CMC who's maybe possibly could be maybe the first round first number 1 overall pick in fantasy for five uh, games. For five games. Uh, you've got, you know, uh, you mentioned in our Discord that uh, their wide receiver room has TJ Moore, uh, Robbie Anderson, who was against Baker on Twitter, but as a way to show support for Sam Darnold, possibly, is the company line now. <laughs> and uh, and Baker's uh, favorite security blanket, Rashad Higgins, is, is down there in Carolina. So um, you can take it however you want. Uh, you can take it with Carolina with Carolina's whole package that they have there. Do you think this will work out for Baker in Carolina? Is there is this light on the light at the end of the tunnel for the Baker Bros that are going to follow Baker, uh, or is this going to uh, go down with the ship as as it were? Before we answer this, can you define what works out means? Does it mean a second contract? Does it mean one certain amount of ooh, games? Okay. Uh, I say I don't want to say playoffs because. Well, did they add how about, the? How about he earns he earns a contract somewhere? Like, a starting a contract. Start, okay. Or like okay. A Chase Daniel starting. contract. Starting. <laughs> Chase Daniel's a pull. That's a good on you for that one. That's great. Best job in sports. That's good. No doubt um, about it. Best job in sports, Oh man, what is success for for Baker and Carolina? Yeah, let's go. A second contract for Carolina. Let's just say that. Is he gonna get signed again by Carolina? Gilbert, say, you go first? Yeah, I'll I'll go. I say right, no. Perfect. I say no, and I, I'm not even gonna t- this is not even on um Baker. I I just I just think it's it's a complete disaster in Carolina. Um they signed Ben McAdoo to be their offense coordinator for some reason beyond my belief. Um, and their offense line is just hideous. So he's coming He's coming into a, a situation just does not fit him. Uh, I don't see Ben McAdoo being the guy who can shape an offense around him like Kevin Stefanski did. And I, his success is based on that, and I – I, I well, just don't think I'll, I'll say this was to offense actually Baker's best offense. I think so. <laughs> we, we, we can see, but um, I, it just seems like he, he needed his, his best year was when the play action was working well. People, the defenses were actually biting on it a little bit and um, they weren't, initially kind of shutting that down and it worked for him and, and they went off of their run game. 
So in that case, I would think Carolina is going to run the ball, base it off of them. But I just don't see him just being kind of cobbled almost. That's what sort of what Kevin Stefanski did. Um, and I just don't see that in Carolina. And and their offensive line is not good. And and we've seen when he's in when he's in uh, when there's stuff in Uh-oh. his face, it is not good. It is not good. Baker's gonna be running for his life. Yeah. So I guess it's my good. turn. I think he will get a second contract somewhere. I won't specify whether that's a starting contract or second string contract, but it will not be in Carolina. Uh, Matt Rule is bound to get fired which probably means the GM's going to get fired. And we all know the saying in the NFL, the GM and the head coach want their guy. Their guy, I'm sure their guy their guy is not going to be Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold, maybe Matt Corral, who the heck knows. But, yeah, that offensive line, Baker's biggest weakness, as Browns fans know, we all know, is when, even with a good offensive line, if he's forced to get out of the pocket and then he gets in his own head and his footwork yeah. gets all messed up, that's a problem. I think that's why week one, I mean, I know the talks would be Browns, whoever starting for the Browns at quarterback versus Baker Mayfield, but it's really going to be Jadavion Clowney and Miles Garrett against Baker because, yeah. I mean, Baker's going to be running for his life. But back to Baker, second contract. Uh, I guess he will not be earning his incentive, that $3.5 million back, because I think I saw somewhere that it has to do with making the playoffs. It's probably like certain snaps too, but I think I, hadn't, I, guess I just saw – the, the tweet I saw, like I said, from uh, Tom Withers was that he could – that was the first time I had seen that he could earn back some salary. So that's mm-hmm. why I, I had mentioned it. I did not see what the incentives were, um, and I, but it was also the first time I saw the uh, conditions for the fourth-round pick. So, um, yeah, as far as second contract, uh, like I said, uh, as you guys said, uh, it, it's – it's a cluster in Carolina, as, as I'm sure they can tell you. Those fans will tell you. And um, if we're if we're judging success by him staying there, in he's on his, the last year of his deal. He's a unrestricted free agent after after 2020 uh, 2022 season. It's looking looking not likely that he is uh, going to be here. So. I, I or be there rather. Uh, I, I don't. I don't see it working out for him. That doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to be bad. I just don't see how rule comes out of this season with a with a uh, extension or with it with his job still. Um, I do think Baker will have a chip on his shoulder. Count one for take your shot. Uh, and um, I I do think that he will come out, especially week one. Guns blazing, and uh, and full full gunslinger mode as we saw him here, but um, yeah, I don't I don't think he will play badly, but I do not think that he's going to get a second contract in Carolina just because they're they're due for a regime change there. So let's just hope that Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney don't eat him alive week one, so he can survive the rest of the season. <laughs> From everything we've heard. Uh, just kind of all, all rumors, all talk. No one's actually reported anything, I don't think. But uh, there's talk that Miles is not a big fan of Baker, so we'll see what uh, what week one is going to uh, drum up there. So it was pretty much the whole entire defense, from what yeah. I've heard. <laughs> That's, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, you know, when you throw as many picks and have to make them keep coming right back out to the field, it's, right. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, this is a this is a cleansing for me. This is, I want you, this is, you get a pick, and you get a pick. And this you is therapy for me. I get to say all the things that like I've wanted to say for a while. That like because I've I've been in my head to like I have to stick up for Baker because nobody else is, and now it's like ah oh, no I don't have to anymore. We're good. Okay, maybe Baker Mayfield is the Oprah Winfrey of the NFL, where he just hands out interceptions to everyone. Sure. <laughs> I don't know how I just thought of that, but I did like that you get a pick. Yeah, get on it. That's the Oprah. That's the Oprah meme. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Last somehow Oprah Winfrey just got brought up in the Browns cast. By the way, all right, continue, please, Gerbs. I don't know where I'm going with this. It's okay. That's why I'm running the ship tonight. So, Uh, (laughs) anyway, last question I have for you guys, and then uh, if you guys want to stay on more, you're more than welcome. I, I. Feeling, I'm feeling pretty good with this question because I think it might be a little bit of a long one. Uh, why Will the Browns win the Super Bowl? Why did it not work for Baker here in Cleveland? Oh, man. Gilbert, this is all you. Gilbert, <laughs> I'll give you the nod. You can go first. With this is, okay. Why did it not work? I We we all know, as I said, the, the, the BRM signed letter, uh, you know, shortly before the execs BRM. go off to – the, the go off to Houston to go talk to Watson. The I'm not sure what's going to happen next of it all. Um, you know, was it the forcing himself to play through the year? Was it the the off the field stuff? Was it on, was it the on the field stuff? What do you think was the reasoning for uh, it not working out? And, and the because we can always say. You know, you they were able to get. Uh, I don't want to say I don't want to make light of this for the warts that Watson has. Obviously, there's a lot of baggage that he is bringing with, and we can discuss that on a different podcast. If you guys want me on for that one, I can come back and we can talk that all out, hash it all out. Watson is still a top five quarterback talent, even after sitting out last year. So we can't necessarily say. This was on, you know, you they were able to get Watson, and so Baker was gone. The there was reasons they went after Watson in the first place. So why did it not work for Baker here in Cleveland? Well, <laughs> how long you got here? Uh, so they were at thirty-seven minutes, yeah. and I said I got a, my voice has about an hour. So <laughs> I'll check you, back in in about twenty-five minutes for my response. However <laughs> you want to do, bud. Okay. Well. Okay. So. It's definitely it's definitely two sided. It's not like it's all on one side, um, but in in the end, it was just inconsistencies, just on the field and off the field. Quite frankly, um, on the field, we saw the same problems pop up uh, almost every season um, with in Cleveland. He struggled with pressure. He would his accuracy would just be way off his footwork would be just a mess he never fixed it um and that and that was even during his good season his, his footwork was never consistent um so that's that's on the field off the field i think it's just it's one of those things when it's successful you kind of deal with them and you kind of love them and stuff but it it his personality when when you're losing and you're, you're not playing well, it it just drags. It, it can drag on the team. It can drag on the coaching staff. I, it, by the end of last season, I, that's why I sort of 
I I said at the end of I think on our final Browns cast of the season, I said I don't think he's going to come back because his comments just late in the season were just it wasn't a team leader, quite frankly. He, he he threw the coaching staff under the under the bus multiple times. Uh, some of the players, uh, and then I don't think I don't think the team really liked him. Not some of the players, at least, didn't like him sitting out the final game. I was gonna say the 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 week eighteen because we have yeah. extra week now. The right. week eighteen, we're out of the playoffs. I'm gonna go sit now. It's like. Yeah. Well, dude, had we had right. you been sitting, had you been sitting for longer, we would have right. would have been in the playoffs. Yeah, it, it was just it was it just kind of it kind of just that that was the end for me. Like I gave him the better than doubt. I, I thought going into that season, I thought okay, maybe he turned it around. He he's going to show some consistency, and then he it just that. 2021 season just was a disaster. He, um, it was, it was just bad. The injury, obviously we cannot, we can't under, undersell it. Um, it, it definitely affected him, but it, it didn't, it just wasn't everything. Um, it wasn't, it, it just wasn't like his mind was, was gone. Like his, his mind for like playing quarterback, just, it just, he looked like a different quarterback. Nothing. Nothing looked easy for him. He looked. He looked very frustrated. He looked like a guy that didn't know what was happening in front of him, and that's not all an injury. That's that's on just you're in a inner rut and you can't get out of it. Um, so that's just some of it. And then on the Brown side, obviously the different coaching staffs didn't help, but and then the injuries didn't help, and kind of playing through it didn't help, but. I, in in the end, it, he 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 put a, he put himself where where the team kind of gave up on him. He 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 made those he made the decisions on the field and off the field that kind of pushed the Browns into looking elsewhere. And I, I it's only he can blame himself. I think it's there's obviously other factors as I stated, but in the end, it, it was on him, and he just didn't play well. And this team needed a consistent quarterback, and they went out and got one. Man, that was a great answer. I agree with everything Joe said, and I have nothing to add. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> kind of. I do agree with everything Joe said, though. But to continue, it all started with that injury, and it only downplayed. I guess, I guess it only spiraled down after that. The injury – all of his old habits came back, whether it was his footwork or like, I don't just the simplest things. And then like, I know Gilbert said this too, his antics, whether off the field or on the field, it was stuff that you could put up with when the team was yeah. winning and when things yeah. are going well, but when things aren't going well and the team's losing, it's like, it's hard to deal with, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I go back to the time Baker Mayfield. I know I'm an Ohio state fan when Baker Mayfield planted the flag in Ohio Stadium after Oklahoma upset the Buckeyes at 2017, 2018. And I hated it as an opposing fan. But if I was an Oklahoma fan, I'd love that. But it's one of those things where when things are going well, you're like, oh, heck yeah, Baker, play with that chip on your shoulder. Play like everyone doubts you. Keep being obnoxious. I know, like, I think it was this season when Baker got hit really hard on the sideline. It might have been in Cincinnati. And he got up like, 
and then did like the first down thing. And mm. as a Browns fan, you're like, heck yeah. But if you're losing, you're like, Baker, what the heck are you doing? Right. It's just like Take, those off. Go down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that. It's like, those go down, dude. Like, like, we get that you're a tough dude. Stop, you're playing through a fucking making tackles on an interception. <laughs> exactly. Why are you Seriously. doing this? Started the, so, whole, started the whole thing. Like I said, it all started with the injury. But then his just his off-field antics, on-field antics, throwing Kevin's and by the way, it's worth noting that uh, the official statement. I'm not even reading what Dave just said in the comments. <laughs> I can see it. The official statement from the Browns came at 2:57 p.m. Eastern time. D Haslam, Jimmy Haslam, and Andrew Berry all made statements. Kevin Stefanski almost six hours later has been completely silent. I think that says a lot without saying anything at all. Eh, it's fine. <laughs> I do want Baker, to say one more thing. Baker threw Kevin under the bus, and Kevin's like, "Hey, screw you, dude! You're out of here." Yeah, it's. I'm gonna say it. I'm more okay with him not saying anything than just the platitude. Yeah. You know, the the platitudes of like the bull the bull crap that you know is. Yeah, the, it, we can we can make Stevin, Kevin Stefanski's like PR release, right? Like we all <laughs> yeah, know it. Right. Yeah. This is a game me and my dad would play all the time growing up where it's the PR you know, Baker was Baker was great for us while he was here. We a valued member of our team. But joy having, you know, we'll hope the best for him than... in, in Carolina. And, and it's boilerplate stuff. I don't it's you know three things before we move on. One, I just noticed that your mic changes colors. That is yeah. awesome. I, now I I'm like nice. solely focused on that. <laughs> Two, I Dave, can do ASMR on this too. You want me to do that for you? I can. <laughs> I got a little, like a little popper here. Cover up. You want me to? I can get real close. I don't want Dave, to. I could. Dave Sterling in the comments, Demoko on YouTube. I do not hate Baker for the flag plant. It's just one of those things where I'd love it as an Oklahoma fan, and it's an easy way <laughs> to hate on him as an Ohio State fan. And three, I totally lost my train of thought. I don't know what three was. Oh, I'd rather Kevin Stefanski do like, uh, well, we knew he was going to say this statement than just be silent. I think him being silent says more than anything he could have said. I'm okay. That's just me, though. That's, I, get, I get it. I get, I get it. Because you do want him to. I just think that it's probably Stefanski's thing to not comment on players that are leaving the team. Did he make, com- you know, did he make comments about uh, OBJ leaving? When the trade was made, did he make it? Did he make any comments? I think it was just Andrew Barry. I think. Well, he did it at the press conference. That's a little bit different because it was but, during the season. And it's different because it's your franchise to. quarterback. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm probably making too big of a deal about. It. I just think it's. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, I do want to say that I I think like people that say, oh, it was just based on 2021. I I don't believe that because. They, they didn't offer him a, a contract extension after his great yeah. 20, what, 2020, uh, 2020 season. season yeah. And that we should have probably kind of, kind of took a, took a step back and kind of saw that and wondered why. Um, I think it was, they were definitely, it was, they saw the inconsistency and they wanted to see if he was going to be more consistent. And obviously he answered that as a big fat no. Yeah. Um, so it, it was just, it's it didn't it didn't all just come down to last season. It was just a kind of pile up of a bunch of crap that kind of 
hit the wall. As they yeah, say. I I agree. I do think that there's a that I hadn't thought about that. That you know that we we probably should have looked a little bit deeper into that at the time. But yeah, I, I it is interesting to think that you know they didn't sign didn't sign to an extension when they had an opportunity to get him really cheap. Uh, you know, it would, right. before before the Josh Allen contract, before right. the, whatever Lamar is going to do. And you supposedly know. they never even offered him. Uh, right. I, at least I, that I've heard that I I don't think they even put in like a like an extension, like a low bar extension at all. So, right. Yeah. yeah I, I I will echo your guys' statements uh, in that Baker is a hundred percent one of those guys that when he's on your team, you love him. The Joe Kim Noah, the Anderson Verjao, the you know the. Uh, I can't even say Antonio Bryant because no one really enjoys him. So but just the, the the antics, you know, the, the antics. Compare Joaquin Noah to Anderson Verjao ever again. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it. it they're in that the same antics. vein. They're in Definitely. that same vein where it yeah. is they it is a guy that you Patrick hate Beverly. to see. Patrick, yeah, perfect. Patrick Beverly. I I love Patrick Beverly from afar because he's just an a hole. <laughs> <And, laughs> He's a jerk. He's a jerk. Hundred percent a jerk. But you want to you you want to love him almost because he's a jerk. But when you play him, you're like, dang it, I do not want to play that guy. No. I I don't I I laugh all the time at the Joe Kim Noah uh, clapping gif. You know the oh yeah at, at the at the dysfunction and <laughs> you know that's a hundred percent something Baker would do. And, and you know you you. He's absolutely the guy. He's when he's rolling, he's gonna tell you he's gonna have office quotes in his press conferences after the game. He's gonna have rap lyrics in the press conferences after the game. And when he's down, you're gonna have him in he the trench coat. You're gonna have him in the trench coat doing the the baker face. The or he you know the, show up to the press conference. Right. Or or whatever. And, and you're gonna have the you know the the throwing under the bus of the the coaching staff. You're gonna have a whole bunch of other things that that come out, and, and you know, it's he's absolutely the the antics are there, and the antics happen yeah. when when it's going good, and when it's going bad, it's mm-hmm. it's it's going bad. It's yeah. it's that it's off the rails, and yeah. I think that they saw they saw the uh, the running on the wall and got out before. It got real bad, um, and yeah, and and we've we all said it at the beginning of the podcast. We're just all kind of happy that it's done at this yeah. point. You know, we don't have to worry about what's what's to come. You know, what's what fight is Baker? What yeah. uh, what beat reporter is Baker going to have a beef with in the off season? Right. And why is yes. it going to be Tony Grossi always? Uh, <laughs> oh my god! There's things I could say. Um, but uh, yeah, so we, we're I think we're all great with with Baker being gone and whatever you were able to get for for him, you got for him. Yeah. Bodie was Bodie was pushing real hard for holding on to him and, and getting a third round comp pick at the end of the year. But who's to but, say that you're, you're actually going to get a third round comp pick for him? Right, you gotta you gotta not spend then, which I don't right. think they want. Yeah, to. you're you're eating. You're eating 8.5 mil, which, like I said, that's a fairly decent player. That's good. That's good 
savings on the cap that rolls over to next year. Right. You know, when you're when you're past the Watson stuff next year, feasibly, you know, where you're looking more toward, you know, not, not saying that I'm writing off 2022 because mm-hmm. we don't know what, what his suspension is going to be. But when he's here next year, full, starting every game, you know, I get, like I said, feasibly, you have that money to put, to put into the team and the roster after that. So mm-hmm. if they don't use it, they could use it this year. They could, yeah. it, it could, Watson could get four games and then immediately they go get Will Fuller to sit out the four games that Watson's out and then come back because that's what he does. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. It's we're just one step closer to knowing who the quarterback is. Right. That's all that's, that's every day, day. One step closer. One step closer. Hopefully next week, maybe. Hopefully. I was really surprised it didn't come out over the Fourth of July weekend. I really I, thought it's going to be a Friday, oh, Friday I, July's first news dump that they definitely. were going to let out and, and just roll into the weekend. Yeah, but, it definitely seems like this Sue Robinson does not care. <laughs> she does not care about PR. She's going to do whatever she wants to do. And I'm, I'm assuming. I think what is it? July 11th um, is when their post. What do they call post briefs or whatever? Or do so, I think? Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, sometime next week. I think that what's that Monday. So yeah. Hopefully, maybe by the end of the week, Friday, something like that. But I would assume they would shoot for before training camp. They. I would, I would hope they've <laughs> made every. I think NFL leaks have come out and said that You're there's right. every indication this will be. They will know before training camp. Yeah. How long he's going to be suspended? If he's so suspended two weeks. <laughs> yeah, so, so it'll be interesting. So just keep an eye on that now, and then we'll finally have an answer of kind of what to expect this season. Right. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about, discuss? I'm just happy it's over, man. <laughs> it's just, True it's just, it is just, I don't have to watch NFL NFL Live and see the same damn story, same same rumors that nothing is nothing has changed. It's fake fake rumors about trades to teams that aren't even interested. It's just it's just nice to kind of put it behind us. It was it was great having him here. Um, he he changed the culture kind of from a really dark spot it was in. Uh, he that one of the that first win um, before after the losing streak was as one of the best games kind of experiences um, as a Browns fan, which is kind of sad. <laughs> but the Browns but, won. Yeah. We take him where we can get him. Okay, right. <laughs> the beer fridges. We I don't get a lot of things. We take the nice <laughs> things that happen when we can have them. <laughs> right. The beer fridges, and it was just yeah. He helped us. He helped us get kind of to the next level, but it, it kind of just panned out that 
he was kind of stuck and he wasn't able. He's not a quarterback that kind of can take you to the the top level, the elite level that we needed. So it was time to move on, and uh, I think it'll work out for the Browns. Obviously, um, well, depending on the suspension, but I think it's. Uh, I think in the end, I think it's probably it works out for Baker sometime. I don't know in next year or the year after, but eventually, I think I'll, we'll probably see him starting somewhere. Uh, in the next couple of years, yeah, I don't think he's. I don't think he's done. I don't think no. he's. He's, he's, admittedly too talented to be able yeah. to, to, to not to be better than the Drew Locks of the world. The right. just thinking of the just the fodder that was out there, Mitch Trubisky, yeah. Andy Dalton. The you know he'll he'll latch on somewhere, and yeah. even if it's a backup. <laughs> You know, right. on a on a team that has a young quarterback at, that they're working behind them, you know, right. whatever. I feel like I, he I, might turn into like a like a Fitzpatrick almost. Yeah, kind of kind of going around places. But I, 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 it's going to be interesting to see after in free agency and then after going forward, if teams look at his background as kind of kind of antics as we have been saying and see if they actually want to build around them or if they kind of view them as a short-term answer. So that's, that's the question I think going forward for him. Is yeah. he going to be a long-term answer for anybody or just going to be a continuous short-term answer? Josh, any last thoughts? It's finally over. I'm glad I feel bad for the radio heads and the talking heads on TV that now can't discuss if Baker Mayfield's gonna start for the Browns in 2022. If uh, Deshaun they have Watson to make up new material, in. yeah, you have to make up new material now, but don't worry, they have two weeks and then they can talk about training camps. Did you see that pass? Man, no, the new, the new thing might be what if Baker Mayfield plays well and then turns back to the Browns? I'm sure someone somewhere is going to somehow link the break Baker and the Browns like a reunion somehow. But I'm just, yeah, like Joe said, like we've been saying this whole time, I'm glad it's over. This will probably be one of the last times we talk about Baker on the Browns cast. I, I'm going to miss Baker just because we good times. True. True. I, feel yeah, I mean, we, we can't, you know. We have to talk about the size of uh, the chip on his shoulder. So <laughs> huge chip, huge chip. family huge size too. I'm just glad. I'm just glad it's not at home. <laughs> I, I kind of wish it was at home because I, I it, it, Tony, might, it might be another bottle gate situation. Does Tony? <laughs> well, hold on. Important question: Does Tony Grossi travel? Because I cannot uh, wait I think they do now, yeah. for Tony Grossi's first post. <laughs> Post game press conference question to Baker. That is going to be good. Is he, are they actually going to be like buddies now? Is no. it like that Baker is going to go off on him now? Baker doesn't care about who cares if he makes Tony Grossi mad, you know? He'll never I talk can, to him after I can, For some reason, I can see a world where he's like, no, we're friends now. We're good. <laughs> now we're good. You're not, you're not getting on me anymore. I just, oh my, I can't wait for that. Uh, yes, Tony Grossi, WKNR, Baker Mayfield. So I cannot wait for Baker Mayfield's response Get to any question. Out <laughs> I feel like I feel like if it was at home, it would like I think the stands would just be like in chaos because divided. Yeah, you would have like the A Baker city divided. Bros. 
you would have the Baker Bros like start it before the game, like okay, at, when he gets announced, you 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 guys are we're gonna clap and start a chant or something, and then and then the like the more realistic fans will be like booing him. So it would just, I think it would have been just a super big mess, and I'm glad it's at Carolina this year. <laughs> Do you think as a, the NFL, as a season ticket holder? Do you think the NFL knew that he was going to Carolina? I, well, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Because they did Seattle and um, Denver. Isn't that, isn't that their opener? I think so. They, they, is it the opener? I think it is. Well, Black versus Russell Wilson, man. What if that came at, I say that trade came after this or came before the schedule. So that's not that true. But I feel like, I feel like you do the schedule. It takes time, so I, it's I feel certainly like... a conspiracy. But I mean, Carolina has literally been the link since day one. I need to, the I need to for a trade. Let's go downstairs yeah. and get my tinfoil so I can put that on. <laughs> I need the tinfoil hat right now. <laughs> the minute Baker asked for a trade, though, like Carolina was one of the first names that people mentioned. Or first teams that people mentioned. Yeah. It my, was wife, like, my wife was... for sure has red yarn somewhere. I can do the Charlie Day. <laughs> <laughs> It was. It was just. It's. It was the clearest, most glaring spot for him. It was. Yeah. A, it was a coach on the on the hot seat that needed a win. Now, it was a team that had a just a dumpster fire at quarterback, and it, it just all lined up. It was just a matter of when. It sounds like uh, you're describing a lot of Browns pre Stefanski teams. <laughs> the coach was on the hot seat. The quarterback room was a dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Mean. I mean, the fact that uh, this is obviously just going to be like a conspiracy thing, but the fact that the NFL scheduled Carolina Browns week one, it it was inevitable. It's great. Yeah. It's just fantastic. Oh, yeah. Well, if you guys are good, that is enough for me. I am. I am good. Are we? uh, How are you guys going to be? One hour. Yeah, I did it. Did it, guys. (laughs) We we made it. The voice is still here for a little bit. I I took some time (laughs) off while you guys were talking. Uh, so are we going to have more Browns cast coming up, uh, as we get closer to training camp and into, uh, practice? Definitely. Cool. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Once we, uh, hopefully get the news on, um, Deshaun, awesome. that kind of opens up the, I will, I will, what? I will what? probably be back for that one. Uh, yeah. and I, I might pop in on a couple more Browns cast as we get closer to the, yeah. to the, uh, season starting. Uh, we, I will be recording a corner cast tomorrow with uh, Farmer Ethan. Uh, if you guys are, uh, if, if, that's a joke that the twelve people that listen to the corner cast will get. So, um, and Ethan, he won't listen to it. I but, honestly kind of feel bad that you guys had to discuss like the last week of games. It's not great. It's not what I want to do with my time. But I've made a social contract now with the people that I we we. As, as few as they are, we do have people that ask when we take time off, and we did just take a week off a couple weeks ago, so we need, to, we need to come back. So I can't maybe wait we'll just the, talk about the guys that that right. should be with the team. So I can't wait for the Oscar Mercado segment. That's going to be awesome. Oh, <laughs> oh! Right. Speaking or, of going away or, and coming back again, Oscar Mercado and the corner caster back. I don't. <laughs> I gotta say, I don't have enough alcohol in the house for Oscar <laughs> Mercado talk tomorrow. Reminds me. Right, me to get some Miller Lights. So <laughs> that or the Ernie Clement segment. Which one? <laughs> oh, they're all great. They're all good. They're all what I want to hear. You know, that's what we're. That's what we do. Like I said, 
I, I enjoy doing it, but you know, yeah, I, I will be, I'll be writing a little bit more. I'm sure over the, for the Browns. I know Joe will as well. And like I said, I will show up here on your Browns cast feeds when, uh, when I have time because I have two toddlers. So, and, and I just finished it off Browns cast. We usually go weekly during the season. We weren't really around for training camp because we started during the regular season last year. I think we won true. last year. So, we probably won't, unless something major happens, we probably won't be back till training camp. We'll probably go like every other week during training camp. And then once the season comes, we'll be on at least once a week. I think Joe and I are going uh, yeah, to do like a preview as well. Yeah. Because yeah. talking is a lot Multiple. easier than writing. As yes. We have all learned. I guess, hey, we, we've turned into the WFNY uh, podcast network as opposed <laughs> to the the writing side. And I, I think I said to you, Josh, in, in passing in on our Discord, it's much easier to talk for an hour then write for three. So it's pretty much (laughs) how it is. It takes longer to consume the hour podcast than the 10 minute article that you were going to read. But the three hours I spend (laughs) writing that, uh, you know, yeah, that adds up. So, yeah. All right, guys. Well, that for Josh, for the original Joe, uh, this is Gerbs signing off of the Brown cast. You guys have a great one. Yep. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on.